Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, the Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. And Pastor Tommy and I would like to welcome you to episode 116 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. And as always, as you listen today, let make sure that you let someone know about uh, the the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, text, whatever it takes. Just uh, if you see them on the on the sidewalk, you can actually you know see say, them on the side. See them on the sidewalk. You walk down the sidewalk and you see them. <laughs> I mean, some some neighborhoods actually have sidewalks. You have sidewalks in your neighborhood? You don't no, have sidewalks. and we're bummed about it, and we have been bummed. But I was in a neighborhood yesterday where they have sidewalks, and it's cool because you see people walking, and they're talking and carrying <laughs> on, and they're walking their dogs, and they got the kids. True, and true. We have really a very cool. walk-friendly neighborhood. Yeah. We have sidewalks. And they like to walk. So you can we, actually. Yeah, yeah, we have lots of So you can walk. use that as a tool. I guess as a tool. I could. I will. Next time I'm walking the dog. Hey, man. Connecting Faith to Life podcast. Just what listen. I, I like that. We'll see what we can do with the sidewalks. Oh, man. Mm. Well, you know, they're, pastor, seriously, there are a lot of people that need biblical principles in their lives. Especially and they, they, on the sidewalks. They, they, especially when they're on sidewalk. <laughs> right. And uh, just uh, us being able to share an opportunity. Uh, and, you know, we don't index it, but we try to name the podcast about what it's about. Right, so right, right. you can go through there and look. One guy that we I was talking to this past week, he was struggling with his job. And yeah. I said, have you listened to our podcast about uh, how to deal with a job that you don't like or yeah. something like that yeah. we, we talked about. He, says, he said, yeah, somebody recommended that to me. Man, that really helped me. Well, how about that? That's so, encouraging. So, you know, just those kind of things are going yeah, on that we don't. Good, good, good. There are probably more that we don't know. But, um, you know, just let them know that there are opportunities to understand how we connect. Yeah. What our that's faith the goal. is just with what to, we're yeah, living that's in. Yeah, Just to give you some practical mm-hmm. biblical content every week that really does help you connect your faith. To your everyday life. Exactly. That's a good tagline. I like that. That is a good one, brother. Might we, keep that I, around. I think, yeah. <laughs> We've had it for 116 episodes. We have. So we we'll have. See. We have. Um, well, we're going to be talking today about something that is, is, is an uncomfortable issue for a lot of people, and that is fear. Fear. Um, uh, we have been inundated with fear over mm-hmm. the over the over the COVID situation. We have been inundated with fear over a new political system being enrol- engaged in our country. We've been inundated with fear even over the way that we have attacked, uh, or I shouldn't use that word, but way we have dealt with overseas things that are going yeah. on now. Yeah. And uh, we feel like we live in a, a, a fearful world. It's a and scary world. Yeah, and we almost feel like we deserve to be scared. We yeah. deserve to be fearful, you know. And so everybody's reading Revelation right now. I was talking to my discipleship group. So the bottom line is, though, regardless of the circumstances, we as God's people should be trusting and having yeah. faith in yeah. God that God knows exactly the right thing to do yeah. every single time. Yeah. 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 So this is going to be, I think, a helpful conversation. Just think about what fear is, how we deal with it, how we recognize fear in our own lives. I think it's going to be helpful for us. Are you scared of anything, Pops? (sighs) Not really. (laughs) I mean, when you get old, I guess you just, you're not I'm scared not of anything. Scared. I mean, right? I'm you've not been, scared of you've heights. You've seen it all. You've been there. I mean, I'm not scared of speed. I'm yeah, not scared of lots of advantages you know. being old, aren't there? Yeah, we've seen it all. Eh, 
No more fear. <laughs> uh, I, really, I'm not. I'm just not that. I'm not a fearful type guy. But okay. uh, I wish I could say it's because I just have such incredible trust in God. But but you're just old. Yeah, I'm just old. <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff You've in my days. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. My wife is scared of spiders. Yeah, see, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, she I'm really is not. scared of spiders. Roaches, 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 roaches freak me out. I don't like them. They're they are nasty. They give me the willies, man. Yeah, I get I get I all. goose flesh all over me when I see them. So. You get goose flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps. What do you want to call it, man? Uh, Goosebumps, I think, is the appropriate thing to call it. They call it goose flesh, too, in in literature. Oh, I don't read enough, I guess. (laughs) You're much more well-read than I am. You know, you might find this one surprising, Mm. Pops. I used to fear flying. What? Yeah. Like, I was terrified. Is that why you took it up? Or? Well, I don't know what happened. So, yeah. So, you can ask my wife. I was, like, terrified of flying. I hated it. Oh, my heavens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so... Like I went on my first international mission trip mm-hmm. right after Stacy and I got married. It was 2009. Um, and I, you can ask my wife, I was, I was terrified to get on a plane and be on a plane to Russia for 10 hours. I mean, I thought we'd go fa- fall out of the sky, you know, pilot, pilot's going to fall yeah. asleep at the wheel, going to crash, whatever, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. um, and I, I, and what happened, um, I, I remember just doing lots of research on planes and just kind of, you know, I, I, I was fascinated by flight, mm-hmm. but I was also fearful of, it. I mean, I was really, really scared and, and I don't know what happened, went on that trip and I guess the, 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 the switch just flipped and I was fine from there on. And then, and then after that, I started taking flying lessons. Mm-hmm. So it was like a complete mm-hmm. 180 transformation went to, uh, being very fearful of it to actually loving it and yeah. enjoying it and, you know, trying to be a pilot and all that myself. So yeah, kind of wild, huh? That is, that is, a, I, I, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine doing yeah, that I was flip. very fearful. Very, people very that are fearful. fearful of flying are always fearful of flying. No, I can't. I, well, I was so fearful that I overcame it and yeah. started flying planes myself. So there you go. Well, God yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, but we can probably all think of things that we fear mm-hmm. and, and fear, it really does have an effect on us. And so over the past year, here's what we've heard a lot of, have faith over fear, mm-hmm. have faith over fear that has seemed to be to have been a, a Christian um, mantra mantra yeah, over yeah. the past year, have faith over fear. And so there's, there's truth to that. I mean, in fact, when you think about scripture, scripture speaks a lot about not fearing, you know, how many times pops the Bible says, do not fear. I do know. Do you want me to say it? I want you to say it. 365. 365. Yeah. You've heard a preacher like yeah. me say before, you know, yeah. you're, they uh, do not fear every day of the year, right? Something yeah. like that. So, yeah, but God does speak to us a lot about not fearing. In fact, uh, scripture, I want to read to us this, on this episode is Isaiah 42, verse 10. Mm-hmm. God says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Mm-hmm. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous hand. That's good. And so as you read through scripture... Verses like that pop up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. Have faith over fear. Mm-hmm. So, so what's happened though over the past year, I think, is is there there's a lot of truth in that statement. There, there is truth in that statement. Have faith yes. over fear. But, but I think in some ways we've we've used that statement. We, we've misused that statement, mm. right? And so we've taken that statement. We've said things like this: if if, if you, if you don't act or live a certain way, then you must be fearful and you oh, have no yeah. faith at all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so for example, I mean, just, it is what it is. Um, uh, if, if you, if you wear a mask, mm-hmm. well, you must be fearful. Right. If you get the vaccine, you must be fearful. Yeah. And so, so, and, 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 and certainly that, that could be true, but it's of not always it true. Yeah. Right. And so, so, you know, just because maybe a person wears a mask doesn't necessarily mean they're fearful. It just means they might be cautious mm-hmm. or, 
you know, trying to use some wisdom or whatever the case may be for them, for that for person, them, yeah. for they're making that choice. Right. And so, yeah. so, so understanding that, um, living by faith does not mean we throw all caution to the wind. Mm-hmm. Living by faith means we live in wisdom, trusting God. And, and, and during COVID-19, we certainly need to have faith or fear, trusting that God is in control of this pandemic. He knows what he's doing. He knows the, the end of it. He, he knows how he's going to bring yeah. us through. He knows what he's going to do in our lives through it. And so we trust that. And we don't fear in the sense that we're scared of COVID, scared of death, or scared of any of those things. Uh, but at the same time, we don't look down on people when they don't think like us and automatically say, well, that's just a fearful person because whatever the case may be, you know, again, it's going back to the idea of freedom Mm -hmm. that, that we all have the freedom to, to, to choose how we ought, how we can live out our faith in a way that honors the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, I, I, I appreciate the phrase faith over fear, but I think in some ways, and maybe we've kind of misused it over this past year. Uh, and so we want to be cautious about that, but certainly want to say yes, faith over fear, but what does that really look like? Yeah. We don't want to be reckless. In other words, I know there's a big song about reckless right now, but, but what I'm saying is we can also be reckless in our faith. And, you know, well, if I believe God, I can walk out in front of this Mack truck and nothing's going to happen. Well, that's just not true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. going to get hit and you're going to die. Yeah. And so there are there are things as, as believers we need to be wise about and yeah. have caution about yeah. and all those things, you know. So, And especially with teenagers, you can't ever tell them because <laughs> they'll do the craziest things right, ever. Right. So uh, I was one of them at one point. You're crazy. So, crazy yeah. teen. You're yeah. not a crazy teen anymore. No, You're a crazy not. old man now. A crazy old man <laughs> that runs in fountains in Boston. That runs in fountains bare, bare-backed and bare-chested and everything else. Okay. All well, right. Well, if we could, uh, let's, let's, let's go with three questions okay. on how we can have faith over fear. Yeah, so we want to answer three questions to kind of help us think through yeah, what yeah. fear is and how we handle it. So first question is just what is fear? Yeah, what is fear? Now, now faith over fear just just know that fear it can be a faith killer mm-hmm. that when you walk in fear you know it does um y- you're not trusting in god when you walk in mm-hmm. fear when, when fear controls your life but 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 let's just think okay fear what is it so you know just a uh, a textbook dictionary definition of fear is it is this an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So, so if you think about that definition, mm-hmm. one, it is an emotional response. Mm-hmm. So every one of us, we've had that emotional response of fear, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, and, and it's in some ways like anger, anger, in a sense, it's an emotional response. Someone does something to offend you and you have an emotional response, right? Yeah. And so, so the, the emotion in and of itself is not sinful. Right. And I was going to say, you know, that's, that's the old fight or flight thing. Right. We're going to get into that. That's exactly right. Uh, but what I'm saying is that God designed us in certain ways. Yeah. And there's something, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, but it is an emotional response, yeah. but, but when you, when you let that emotion control you, which is what we do sometimes, mm-hmm. not only with fear, but lots of emotions, mm-hmm. we, we are overly emotional. Sometimes we let emotions control us and we let emotions control us rather than let the spirit of God control yeah, us. And I think that's, that's when difference. it's sinful. Yeah, you see what yeah. I'm saying? So you, you know, emotions are emotions. You can't help our emotional response, but you can help how you control that response. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, so fear, it Makes is sense. that emotional yes. response. It's, it's a, it's a biochemical reaction. We've, we've all had this, right? You think about, uh, you like scary movies, pops? No. Me neither. 
I don't like them. I've got enough scary stuff <laughs> yeah, in my life. I don't, right. I don't need to. But you know, if you're watching that scary movie, you're watching whatever it might be, and that that music starts to get real intense, and you know, you're seeing that character in the movie walk slowly towards that whatever. You mm-hmm. you know what's coming. You know someone's going to jump out and chop his head off, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and, and but but that biochemical well, reaction it starts to happen in you. Your your heart begins to race a little mm-hmm. bit. You you get a little bit sweaty, or whatever the case may be. Those are those are biochemical reactions physical reactions to the emotion that you're experiencing right mm-hmm. for some of us when we when we're fearful you know it, it, you have had it you've had that you're just heart it just begins racing you you get you get nauseated you get the chills right Th- those are biochemical reactions mm-hmm. to the emotional response to something right to that threat of danger um, so, so I, I don't know if this is the best way to think about it, but maybe you've heard people say this, there are things that are healthy fears and there are unhealthy fears, right? You've yeah, heard people yeah. talk about it before. So, so, you know, for example, um, maybe it's not, maybe we shouldn't call it healthy fear, but, but in a sense it's respecting the danger, mm-hmm. right? There are dangerous situations. Walking in front of a Mack truck yeah. is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You will die. And so, therefore, because I, I have a healthy respect for that danger, I'm not going to do mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you think about COVID-19. Uh, I mean, don't fear COVID-19, right? But but have a healthy respect for it. I mean, you really could get sick, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. for some who, who have pre-existing conditions, that, that sickness can lead to some type of, to, can lead to a fatality. So so have a healthy respect for it. It's probably, it's probably wise. You, you're not being fearful if you wash your hands. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm right? Wash your hands. It's okay. You know, or whatever the case may be. That's having a healthy respect, not just for COVID, but for sickness in general, because I, I know that uh, germs are out there, whatever. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to, whatever it might be, take some extra vitamins, whatever, mm-hmm. so that I can prevent myself from the possibility of getting sick. That's having a healthy respect for the danger that's involved in sickness in general. You see, see what I'm saying? So, so, so just understanding that that's, you think about the fear of God. Yeah. You know, reading scripture. The fear, fear of God, God yeah. right? And so, so in a sense, when we talk about fear of God, if you're in a relationship with God, you don't have to be afraid of God in the sense that God is going to take away your salvation, that he's not going to call you his son or his daughter anymore or anything like that. But when scripture does tell us to fear God, it is this healthy respect of God. I know who he is. Mm-hmm. He don't play. Yeah. Right. And so I'm going to take God seriously. I'm going to take his word seriously. I know that he knows everything about me. He knows what I'm thinking. He knows uh, the choices I make. He, there's nothing about me that God doesn't know. And since I know that, that's going to lead me to have a healthy respect of him. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like, you know, as, as a, a kid uh, pops, I know you and I both, we had a healthy fear, a healthy respect for our earthly fathers, Amen. right? That Amen I knew that, that if I got out of line, there was going to be a consequence, right? I was going to, you know, whatever that consequence was, whether it was you were going to get a spanking as a kid or whether something was going to be taken away mm-hmm. or that lecture that you got for the umpteenth million time, you knew there was a healthy fear of your father mm-hmm. that if you got out of line, daddy was going to give you a consequence. Yeah. And so in the same sense, when we talk about the fear of God, it is that healthy respect of our heavenly father that he knows Amen. everything. He loves us just like your earthly father loves you. He loves us unconditionally like your earthly father loves you unconditionally. Uh, but, but at the same time, you, you know that God don't play. Mm-hmm. And so there's this healthy respect. And so, so you've got that, but, but then you have this, um, unhealthy fear. So let me help you think about it like this, Trey. Sure. So you think about a healthy fear or a, a healthy respect. When, when I, when I have a healthy fear or a healthy respect, I proceed with caution. Okay. Right. So in my relationship with God, I want to come close to God. Right. 
but I'm coming close in a sense with caution that I know that what God wants from me is a holy life. So, so I, I live before God, if, if, if you may, I live before God with caution, aware of who I am, aware of what God desires for me, aware of how I should live before him. You see what I'm saying? Um, you think about um, when I was piloting airplanes. Well, that, that, that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get into a, a single-engine airplane, you're flying at 120 miles an hour in the air with, with, with what engine? Yeah. It can go out. And right. And so, 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 you know, I, there's a healthy fear of flight or a healthy respect for it. that. When I, when I went to the airport and I began to, uh, you know, get into the airplane, there, there was this pre-flight checklist, mm-hmm. right? I would check off, does this is working? Is this instrument working? Uh, is, is, is the oil right in the plane? Uh, and, you know, you do a run up you start the engine, make sure the propeller's working. You, you do all these things to check. So, because flying in of itself, it is dangerous. So there's healthy respect that causes me to proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. So that's healthy respect. You follow yeah, yeah. healthy respect, healthy sense. fear. I'm gonna proceed. I, I, it's not. I don't fear it to the sense I'm not gonna proceed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna proceed, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wise in how I proceed. I'm gonna proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. So, so an unhealthy fear is the inability to proceed. So instead of saying I'm gonna proceed with caution, an unhealthy fear is I'm just not gonna proceed at all. You're just Forget kind of it. paralyzed. You're paralyzed, paralyzed in fear. We've right? actually so, heard that term so, before. So you think about an unhealthy fear of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, an unhealthy fear is um, I'm, I'm just never going to leave my house again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to proceed. I'm just going to stop living my life. Mm-hmm. That's an unhealthy fear. You think about, um, uh, or even the fear of like something within our faith, the fear of sharing the gospel. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. God's called you to that, but man, you, you, you just don't know. You don't know how that person's going to respond. You're afraid if you share the gospel with that coworker, he might think weird of you, might ruin the converse, ruin the relationship. And so, so an unhealthy fear is I'm just not going to proceed at all. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. You it's see over. what I'm saying? I'm out. And so you have this healthy fear, this healthy respect where you see the danger, mm-hmm. but that danger doesn't keep you from proceeding. You, you proceed with caution. But on the other hand, you have this unhealthy fear, right? Mm-hmm. This sinful fear where, you know, that, that, that emotion, it paralyzes you. And yeah. so because you're paralyzed, you say, I'm just not going to proceed at all. Whether it's, you know, never leave my house again. I'm never going to share the gospel because of this. Or, yeah. or I'm, I'm never going to make, try to make some new friends because whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? So, so there's this difference between a healthy respect or a healthy fear and an unhealthy fear. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It makes perfect sense. So if that's what fear is, then, and this is really where the rubber meets the road, then how do I know if I am living in fear? Yeah. So how do you know? Well, you, you have to do a self-evaluation okay. and, and think about those things that you consider dangerous, right? Or those, maybe dangerous isn't the, the best word, but um, something that's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like sharing the gospel. If you're paralyzed and you won't, won't do it because you, you fear what the outcome might be, then, then, then you are living in fear, mm-hmm. right? So, so, so when you are controlled by emotions rather than by reality, then you, mm. you know, you're living in fear, right? Okay. When you yep. can't see that past the fear, you see, when you can't see past the fear, then, then you're living in fear. Well, you know, I've actually talked to people in very similar situations as pastors we do, and you have to literally just shake somebody back to reality by saying things like, you know, that's not true. Right, right, right. You know, that's not true. Right. And, you know, you have to kind of, so that reality thing, you got to get that reality back on, yeah. 
your mind. So, you so, know? so here's what we do when we're fearful. When we're when we're fearful of something, mm-hmm. our mind automatically goes to where the worst case scenario. Worst case, we jump. My wife says you're jumping off the deep end. That's fear. Yeah. When you when your mind automatically goes to the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. So someone who lives in fear, who lives in perpetual fear, that's where their minds always go. Mm. Worst case scenario. And, and so, so they can't see past that worst case scenario. And so there's always the assumption that if I proceed, the worst is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just not a positive outlook of life, right? If I proceed, the worst is going to happen. That, that is living in fear. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, living in fear, um, you know, is, is letting that, that, that emotion overtake you in such a way where you always go to the worst case. Uh, it's, it's that excessive worry or stress. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've talked about anxiety over the past few weeks, but, but when you live in fear because you're constantly thinking about worst case scenario, you're constantly worried. You're constantly stressed. You're constantly anxious, right? And so what you might do to, to treat that fear, to treat that, um, uh, you know, brain thought process that's always going to worst case scenario is you might numb yourself, right? Mm. People do this all the time. For some of us, you know, we numb ourselves with hours of mindless entertainment Mm -hmm. just to take our minds off of the fear. Right. For some, it gets worse than, well, that's pretty bad to just consume mindless entertainment. But for some of us, it gets worse in the sense of we turn to alcohol or drugs or whatever the case may be to numb ourselves from the fear that we're experiencing. You see? So, yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. And, and even, even prescription drugs. I mean, yeah. we can go to our doc. <laughs> I have a great doctor, but he will pretty much, you know, if I say this is what I'm struggling with, bam, he wants, he wants to give me a medicine for it. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. say no. And so people can actually be overprescribed, yeah. you know? And so just be careful with yeah. even prescription drugs yeah. and what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, if you're, if you're someone who lives in fear, uh, you struggle to make decisions mm-hmm. because again, you're, you're kind of always thinking about that worst case scenario. So you struggle to make decisions because of that, or, uh, you, you try to control your life. Oh Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every little thing. Every little thing. Yeah. You're always thinking, okay, if I do this, then this will happen. So you just try to control every little situation, every little circumstance. And and, and, and sometimes you, because of um, your fear, it does affect your physical health. You can't sleep at night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. I do know. You're always nauseous or whatever the case may be. And so, so you know, if, you, if you're finding in yourself that you're always going to that worst place. Mm. And that worst place is keeping you from making decisions, keeping you from moving forward. And you're constantly stressed and worried about that worst possible outcome. And it could be that you're controlled by fear and not the spirit of God. Faith you know, over fear. That's what you need. Yeah. And I think Satan, uh, I really believe there are some fiery darts there where mm-hmm. Satan will throw those things in. Yeah. And you do immediately in, in a situation, go to the deep end. Well, it's yeah. over whatever situation is yeah. going on. It's done. Yeah. I'm, I'm finished. You know, that sort of thing. And so we do have to be able to overcome not just on an emotional level, but also on a spiritual level. That's exactly well, right. So. And again, let's remember though, uh, fear is a response. Yeah. It's a natural response, right? Um, you know, it, it is, it is, you know, sometimes that fight or flight, whatever the case may be, it is a natural response to a dangerous situation or uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. The, the issue with fear is that it is sinful when you let it control you yeah. instead of letting the spirit, when you let the spirit of God control you again, you're going to live by faith and not by fear. So, so let's talk about then how do I overcome fear? So we've talked about what it is. We talked about how we know if we are living in fear, mm-hmm. right? It, it controls us rather than the spirit controlling us. And finally, how, how do you begin to overcome it? I want to know that. Yes. Well, first you got to be honest about it. 
that you are fear, yeah. fearful, excuse that, me. That it mm-hmm. is something that is affecting your life on a daily basis. So be honest. And, and obviously, you know, you, you go to God, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's the one that tells us 365 times in his word, do not fear. So you go to God with your fear and, and go and, and, and just for, for some of us, it will be helpful for us. And, and I know some of us have never used this before because we, we use Google now and not actual books, but to go to a concordance mm. and look up all the places where, you know, the Bible says, do not fear or do that Google search and, and, and search out those scriptures that say do not fear and just meditate on those scriptures. You know what I'm saying? So I think those things just, just help, right? It's just acknowledging it's, it's things, you know, to do acknowledging it, going to God, meditating on his word. Those, those are certainly ways that we overcome fear. Uh, but, but, but you think about, um, um, this idea of letting your brain go to the worst possible situation. Trey, sometimes it's wise to do that. Let your brain Explain. go to the worst scenario. Okay. And then accept it. What's the worst that can happen? What is the worst that can happen? Yeah, yeah that's a good one. And, and here, here's reality, Trey. Here's what I know. I think that's good. Here's the even if the worst happens, this is what you got to accept, right? Because because when you're living in fear, you don't accept this. Mm-hmm. But when you're living in faith, you will accept this. What is the worst that po- that can possibly happen? Let's say that it's death. You know, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, you know what? To live with Christ and yeah. to die is gain. No matter what the worst situation is, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna be okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you, you know, well, the worst possible situation is I, I'm going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you got a job, you'll, you'll be okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure out how to put it back together. God will be with you. He'll help you. You know, whatever the worst possible situation is, um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it will be painful. It will hurt. It, it, it will be uncomfortable, but you'll probably be all right. So you, you do think about what Paul said, like in Philippians chapter one, um, he was facing the worst possible situation. Oh boy. Yeah. Right. When he was in that, that, that jail, when he was in prison in Rome under house arrest, mm-hmm. um, and when he wrote Philippians, he did not know if he was going to live or die. Wow. I mean, that was, that, and so, so the worst possible situation for him was death, physical death, that he might be executed before his faith in Christ. But he says what in Philippians chapter one, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Die is gain. Even if the worst happens to me, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to gain. And so, so yeah. For those of us who fear, we have a tendency to always think about the worst possible outcome. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, just accept it. The worst might happen. Mm-hmm. It might not. But even if the worst does happen, if you're a child of God, you're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. If, if you walk by faith, it, you should not fear any evil. If you walk by faith, you know that he's with you in the shadow of the valley of death. If you walk by faith, you know that ultimately he's going to bring you through, right? So even if the worst happens, you're probably going to be all right. Yeah. Well, actually, you're not probably. I know you're going to be all right. You're right. God, God is always going to be faithful to you, even in those moments of life that are really, really tragic. You know, okay. I've seen it over and over again on Facebook, but this idea of God's got this, mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean what we think that means, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. but God is in control of all things. Yeah. And, uh, I actually heard somebody talk about the death thing. And the whole point was, I think it was JC Ryle. He just said, there are no, there are no physicians in the world that can keep us alive if it's our time with God. That's right. And the other side is just as true. There's no one that can, that, that can take our lives if, if God wants us to live. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that kind of takes out the fear. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just think about this too. I mean, um, take those steps of faith. You know, we said that, that, that healthy fear, or healthy respect is I'm going to proceed with caution. That that's taking a step of faith, take a step of faith. Yeah. No, no, confront that the things that are uncomfortable confront the things that you might think are dangerous and just take a step of faith proceed with caution use wisdom right mm-hmm. and and just finally and just just 
ask God to give you a positive outlook on life. Positivity really does go a long it way. It does. It really does. You know, I mean, I know some of us by nature are, are a little more pessimistic, and I get that. Some of us are a bit more They po- say opti- realistic, but yeah. Realistic, whatever the case may be. <laughs> you know, I, I'm kind of an optimist at heart. Yeah. Um, and it really, I mean, just having an optimistic outlook on life is but, really helpful. But, brother, what I like about you is you always say, brother, it's going to be all right. You tell <laughs> me that all the time because I'm coming in and I'm saying things. You say, brother, it's going to be all right. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. typically it's going to be all right. Well, so, I mean, but that. No matter what, it will yeah, be, yes. Yeah, it will be. So, just having that positive outlook really does help us when, when it comes to fear. Mm-hmm. But, but ultimately knowing that, Man, that that because God loves you, He's given His Son Jesus for you, mm. and you can walk by faith. You don't have to live by fear, and it is a choice that you make as you choose to honor the Lord every single day. Amen. So, so where? To, okay, let's just uh, somebody's out there. They're very fearful. They're struggling right now. They're they're ready to almost cash in the mm. chips. They're yeah. saying, "I just can't take it anymore." Yeah. So we, they start with what yeah. would they do? Well, where did they start today? One, take a deep breath. Okay, just take a deep breath. Step back. And and look at the the situation from God's perspective. What oh, you're going good. what you're going through, God knows. He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly how He's going to bring you through. So just take a deep breath, pause, step back, mm-hmm. look at it from God's perspective, pray, and then begin to move forward Amen. Uh, with faith rather than fear. Amen. Well, Pastor, this is I think this is going to touch a lot of people in a good way, mm-hmm. helping them out. And uh, so why don't you get us ready as we prepare and plan for next week? We do hope today's episode has been a blessing and a help to you. And if it has, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Uh, Leave us a five-star review. That always helps us get get the word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.